This is the 5 a.m. Miracle, episode number 444. Never fail again. The 10 guardrails that guarantee your success. Good morning and welcome to the 5 a.m. Miracle. I am Jeff Sanders and this is the podcast dedicated to dominating your day before breakfast. My goal is to help you bounce out of bed with enthusiasm, create powerful lifelong habits, and tackle your grandest goals with extraordinary energy. In the episode this week, I'll break down what failure is and how you can avoid it potentially forever, why you need guardrails in nearly every area of your life and work, and how to build systems that encourage more success in the future. Let's get to it. You don't fail because you are inadequate or unprepared. In fact, most often you fail because you don't have the systems you need to guarantee your own success. What you need are guardrails, focus, or even just the insight to know where you succumb to distraction, comparison, or predetermined defeat. That's right, sometimes we plan ahead of time to fail, which ultimately means you are your own worst enemy but you can change that. In the episode this week, we're going to break down basically how to never fail again by building the guardrails you need to guarantee success. So let's begin this conversation with failure itself. What is it? Well, I like to view failure simply as feedback. It's a way for you to understand how to do the next thing a little bit better. But really what it is in a personal sense is not achieving the outcome you wanted or expected. You know, we want certain outcomes to be achieved and we don't get what we want or what we expected. It feels bad. And ultimately, that's what failure is. It's undermining your own potential. Or view it this way. A failure is knowingly choosing the easy path when the harder one was the one you actually knew was the better one. But at the end of the day, failure is personal. No one else gets to decide what failure is for you because you will probably be your own harshest critic. And that's really what failure is. It's a personal endeavor. It's a feeling, an emotion that you have about something you wanted that did not take place, which means you can change your expectations. You can also change your behavior to change your end results. Both of those perspectives can change what failure is to you so that ultimately it becomes a more positive experience. It becomes the kind of feedback that's helpful, not the kind of emotional turmoil that just tears you apart. But our goal this week is not just to feel better about failure. The real goal is to prevent failure altogether. And the best perspective, the best strategy and philosophy to take on each and every day is to build guardrails. Now, guardrails are just simply boundaries or even force fields that restrain you and point you in a specific direction. Another perspective is that guardrails are anything you control, which is important. The control part here matters. Anything you control that can stop you from doing the wrong thing or even encourage you to do the right thing or the thing you intended to do. That's what guardrails are. It's like the bumpers in bowling. They keep the ball going down the alley to the pins in a direct path that essentially guarantees you're going to knock down some of those pins, right? That's what guardrails can do for you. They can guarantee success. Maybe not a strike in the bowling sense, but they can guarantee some progress. 
And our goal here is to make sure that we have the guardrails we need for the areas of our life that matter the most. You know, I view guardrails also from the perspective of discipline and restraint that comes from our own kind of internal perspective. We have the means to discipline ourselves to do the right thing, but oftentimes discipline is a really difficult thing to rely upon. So we need something a lot stronger. We need strategies that are a lot more guaranteed. We need systems that ultimately can guarantee the end result we want and not rely upon things like discipline that could be fading or willpower that definitely fades over time or fades with your mood of the day. What we want ultimately is certainty. We want to know that the thing we set out to do is going to happen. Now, along these same lines, I found this quotation recently that I think really speaks to kind of the essence of the episode this week. So I'm going to read this and really think through how this applies for your life, for the guardrails that you need. Uh, This is from Brianna Wiest, who is an author. I think her last name is pronounced Wiest, uh, but Brianna wrote this really great quotation. So here it is. Brianna says, the deepest form of self-care is building a life you are in love with. And that is very often a very unbeautiful thing. It means making a spreadsheet of your debt and enforcing a morning routine and cooking yourself healthy meals and no longer running from your problems and calling the distraction a solution. It means looking your failures and disappointments square in the eye and re-strategizing. It is not satisfying your immediate desires. It is letting go. It is choosing new. It is disappointing some people. It is making sacrifices for others. It is living in a way that other people won't, so you can live in a way other people can't. It is becoming the person you know you want and are meant to be. Someone who knows that salt baths and chocolate cake are ways to enjoy life, not escape from it. There's a lot to unpack here. We're not going to go through the entire thing, but I think that one of the elements that Brianna points out and I think is really helpful for this conversation of failure and debt is owning your life. That's essentially what she's trying to say here, or she is saying very clearly, is that we are going to own our problems and therefore own the solution. And when you think about failure, one of the things you can think about is that failure can be a defeating thing. It can make you feel bad. And when you feel bad, you are then less likely in most cases to want to pursue a solution. And the whole point of guardrails is to make sure that success happens more often, that failure happens less often, that we build the systems that don't put us into that really a negative mental space. And so for this conversation this week in the episode, don't think about failure as something that is defeating you. Let's think about the positive spin on what you can do. What is the actionable thing you can do to build these guardrails, to guarantee more success, to own the solution and be that kind of positive forward thinking person? That's the goal. That's the frame for this conversation. So now let's get to those 10 guardrails that guarantee your success. And we're going to start with one that I think is fairly obvious, but one that most of us don't rely upon often enough. And that's wisdom, which essentially means the things you already know. You take your knowledge and life experience, the things that you know to do and the things that you know not to do, and then you apply that knowledge. 
You know, one of the things that I have seen a thousand times, especially in the world of personal developments and uh, as a content creator myself, I'm you know writing books and giving speeches and producing podcasts, is that I am providing a lot of knowledge. And most of the time, people just like you listen to that knowledge, listen to that information and think, well, yeah, that's that's good information. That's new for me. I can go apply that now. But that's rare. The newness of it is most often not the case. What's generally happening is that someone like me says something you've already heard before. And the question is, have you and will you take action upon that knowledge? That's it. The action is the thing. Wisdom is wonderful. It's great to know things. It's great to have experienced things. But if you can't use that to your advantage going forward, what value does it have? Right? Never failing again and guaranteeing success means that you can leverage what you have. We start there before we go add on new things, before you go gain new knowledge. We take what we have and leverage it. You know, anyone who ever got where they are began where they were. If you're in a bad place, that's where you start. If you're in a good place, that's where you start, but you start where you are and you build from there. So in this sense, the guardrail to guarantee success is you. It's your own knowledge and experience to say, I already have what it takes. Your own intuition, your own gut instincts, those are the things to hold you in place. Now, you may say that sounds a lot like discipline or willpower, but it's not. What this is, is that you have the power within you right now. I end every episode of this podcast saying you have the power to change your life. This is it. You already have the wisdom, the knowledge, and the experience to start where you are. So if you want to prevent failure, if you want to guarantee success, you can begin right now. What if in 2024, you got a little bit better every day? When you're learning a new language with my sponsor, Babbel, that's exactly what you're doing. And if Babbel can help you start speaking a new language in just three weeks, imagine what you could do in a full year. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Finally achieve your new language goal in 2024 with Babbel the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Babbel's convenient courses have helped me to learn real-life conversation skills in German, including ordering food and asking for directions without having to rely on language apps while traveling. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Now, here's a special limited-time deal for my listeners. Right now, get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for my listeners at babbel.com slash 5am. Get 55% off at babbel.com slash 5am, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash 5am. Rules and restrictions may apply. Guardrail number two is making decisions. You know, at the end of the day, all these guardrails we're going to build require choices. Choices themselves are guardrails. When you know what you are doing, you also know what you are not doing. What a decision is, is the opportunity to choose one thing, which also means not choosing everything else. 
What that really means is that simplicity guarantees success. And then trying to multitask or trying to do everything all at once, it leads to overwhelm, leads to failure, leads to you feeling like you can't control your life because that's what it means to take on too much is to lose control of where you are. Simplicity and making decisions allows you to regain that control and actually do things. Now, it's going to be difficult. Making choices oftentimes is very hard to do, but it is the thing that allows you to move yourself forward. You can't work on something and pursue a goal unless the goal is clear. And choosing the goal, defining it with specific information, knowing the parameters that it fits within, that's what makes decisions powerful, is that you are choosing what exists and what does not, what you are doing and what you are not doing. And those are guardrails. The choices that you make define your actions. You know, often when most people find themselves stuck in a scenario, they're stuck because they have a choice to make and they just need to make it. That's oftentimes the most difficult thing when you have a career pivot or you have a health goal or something you're trying to accomplish because there is a problem at hand that you know of and you probably already know the solution, but you're just not choosing to act upon what you already know. Making the decision to act upon your previous knowledge, we're going to combine here wisdom plus decisions, when those two things are combined together, you can just go do the thing. You already know what to do, so make the choice and act upon it. Which then actually leads us into guardrail number three, which is to define your identity. If you're stuck in those scenarios trying to figure out, well, what move do I make? Oftentimes, the best way to decide upon what your best next choice is, is to go back to who you are. Who are you as a person? What do you do? Why do you do the things that you do? The guardrail here is to stick to who you are in your best possible self, right? Success comes from being you, not faking it, not pretending, but actually being authentic and true to your best self. Now, that's hard to know who that person is. It takes a lot of experimentation and trial and error. Um, I spent most of my 20s doing nothing but personal development experiments. That was my entire mission for an entire decade. And honestly, I'm still there in a lot of ways because that's what I want to know is who I am. What fires me up? What excites me? What am I passionate about in this season of my life? And if I can lean upon my previous wisdom and life experience, I can make better decisions Well, I can also redefine who I am today, and that can help in a really big way to decide what to do and what not to do, because I'm choosing to do things that align to who I am and everything else I ignore. Like That's the process here is to tap into your own self-awareness so that becomes the guardrails. Your awareness of who you are, what you like, what you don't like, what you want to do, what you don't want to do, all of those things help you make choices a lot faster. How you and think. then success you know, becomes your more like guardrails because you're going to probably be matter now. more than you're anything else forward, because how you think happening. matters. You know, back in episode number 420 of this podcast, I had an episode I called You Become What You Think About. And that episode got a lot of downloads, a lot of attention to it, a lot of engagement because it spoke to people. You become what you think about is a very powerful concept, and it's true. Your thinking defines your actions, your actions define your results, but it all begins with how you view yourself, who you are, and what you think about yourself. 
And if you have more positive thinking, it will lead to more positive outcomes. More negative thinking, more failure, more negative mindset. Our goal is to not think about our mistakes. Our goal is to become more powerful because we view ourselves as powerful and we think in powerful ways. You know, one of the key things about thinking that I think really strikes me personally, especially in the last few months of my life, is that the way we think, specifically when you become what you think about, if you think about mistakes, if you think about failure, if you think about doing the wrong thing, the problem there is we end up doing more of the wrong thing more often because that's all we think about. And I saw this really great quotation recently on Facebook that I think really speaks to specifically what it means to think about mistakes and how harmful that can be. It says, how powerful we become when we no longer let our unrealized life be held hostage by our fear of making a mistake. One more time. How powerful we become when we no longer let our unrealized life be held hostage by our fear of making a mistake. That's incredibly powerful. Right? Making a mistake is fear-inducing. Most of us, especially high achievers or perfectionists, we don't want to make mistakes. We want to do things in the best possible way. But the problem is those fears of mistakes are some of the biggest obstacles we could possibly imagine. Right? Imagine a life where you didn't feel public embarrassment. Imagine a life where you were okay with being goofy. You were okay with doing the wrong thing sometimes. You were okay with trying and failing because you knew that that would lead to a better outcome. When all we think about are mistakes, we hold ourselves back. So we need guardrails to change how we think. We need to think about the positive, not just because it's nice to be positive, but because it's so powerful to overcome the negative. When you change the way you think, when you put that guardrail in place that says, no, 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 I just caught myself with that negative thought yet again, that fearful thought yet again, we twist that, we change it, we pivot to something that's going to be a lot more helpful and positive and forward moving. We think in actionable, positive ways. So when you catch yourself thinking negatively or thinking fearfully, change the conversation in your own mind and think about something you can actually do to move yourself forward. And speaking of that, the fifth guardrail is to think about abundance, which really means you're going to prevent a scarcity mindset. And that's honestly what this whole thing is about. When you fill your mind with abundant thinking and you read and you learn from smart people and you go to conferences and you listen to positive music, you do the things that cause you to think more abundantly Then, when those negative thoughts pop up, when that scarcity mindset kicks in, well, then abundance and actionable forward-moving thoughts become your default. You know, I have one more great quotation this week that I want to point out that says the best way to choose the wrong door or never even open the door is to let fear run the show. But when fear runs the show and scarcity mindset becomes your default, how does that change your behavior? How does that change your outcomes? It's incredibly destructive. And that's not the goal. If we want to prevent failure, and guarantee success, we need positive thinking that puts us in the driver's seat to do the things that actually move us in that direction. So catch yourself as often as you can. Change your thinking, move it towards abundance. Prevent that scarcity mindset by filling your mind as often as you need to, literally every day, with the positive, smart messages that move you forward. All right, guardrail number six. This is one of my favorite topics in this podcast, 
and that is focus. Focus is one of the best guardrails I could possibly imagine, and I've discussed them on this podcast through the lens of the focused block of time, an FBOT. I love my FBOTs, not only because they block distractions, not only because I like focus in general, it's because focus guarantees success. It means when you choose one thing to work on for, let's say, an hour, and all you do is that one thing, well, that one thing gets done. Nothing else is going to stop you from doing the thing you set out to do. That's incredible. You know, the more often you have those scenarios where you set out to do something and you actually did it, wow, it's cool. It's especially cool when you compare it to a life where you're overwhelmed or distracted or just constantly trying to do a lot of things and none of them seem to be working and it just seems messy and chaotic. Well, that's the opposite of focus. That's the opposite of the success that we're going to need to have, right? You get the success you want by acknowledging those kinds of problems, the chaos, the overwhelm, the messiness. And then you do the opposite. You remove all of that. You simplify. You get down to extreme focus and you just do the one thing. And you do it over and over and over. That's where success comes from which actually the episode this week, I was going to tie it a little bit differently and frame the conversation a little differently because one thing I was thinking about was that when you just do the thing that matters over and over and over, it's boring. It is frankly very boring. Productivity in general is not a sexy topic. It's not the kind of thing people love to learn about, generally speaking, because it just sounds dull. Right, Checking boxes can be very redundant, very mundane. It can be just a life-sucking activity. We're not trying to do that. right? You can hear in my voice, that's not the kind of person I am or the way that I view productivity. I view it as an opportunity to do amazing things. But yes, there is a discipline of doing the same thing repeatedly. But that focus to do the thing that matters most It has this emotional benefit that kicks in because you feel what it is to do the right thing. You feel the positive energy that comes from doing the thing that matters. So if you're struggling with chaos, with overwhelm, with difficult uh, failure that just seems to be everywhere, well, let's rein that in, simplify, focus, execute, and do so in a repeated way, even if it feels boring at first because you're going to extract that emotional benefit you get from doing the right thing more often. Fast forward to the end of 2024 and think about your goals. What can you do right now to give yourself the best chance of succeeding? If you want to learn a new language, you absolutely should check out my sponsor, Babbel. Finally achieve your new language goal in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold, and studies from Yale, Michigan State University, and others continue to prove Babbel is better. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college. Babbel's convenient courses have helped me to learn real-life conversation skills in German, including ordering food and asking for directions, without having to rely on language apps while traveling. Now, here's a special limited-time deal for my listeners. Right now, get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for my listeners at babbel.com slash 5am. 
Get 55% off at babbel.com slash 5am, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash 5am. Rules and restrictions may apply. Guardrail number seven. This is one of my favorite topics as well, which is to rein in your calendar. Because at the end of the day, time management is this entire conversation. How you manage your time determines how you manage your goals, your projects, your tasks, your results. Everything stems from the calendar. And the best way to define a guardrail in the sense of a calendar are hard stops. And hard stops define when things are over. I love to use timers. I love to have scheduled appointments that have a beginning time and an end time. You work within time constraints. You have limits intentionally because limits actually foster more creativity and more productivity than if you just had an open-ended calendar that said, I can do anything whenever I want. The guardrail in this sense is the clock. It's the thing that says, okay, I've got one hour. Let's get started. And then all of a sudden you're off to the races and you're doing your thing. We need those kinds of constraints to, once again, become those guardrails to push us in that direction to do the thing we set out to do. So if your calendar is a mess, if it's sloppy, if there are just things that are haphazardly placed, clean it up. Take the time to really value your calendar and not just once a week or once a month, literally every day, sometimes multiple times a day to tweak it optimize it and make it the best it can possibly be because that's going to guarantee that you're doing the thing you set out to do. You're doing the thing you scheduled. That's important. It's really, really important to get to a place where the things on your task list and the events on your calendar, those things are actually taking place because you committed to them. That's what this is. It's a commitment to saying, if it's valuable enough to be on my calendar or on my task list, it means I've said yes to this and it needs to get done. So let's go do it. Or if you're going to be more strategic, you might acknowledge this is a bad fit. Get rid of it, which is wonderful. But then it frees up the opportunity to say yes to something else that matters more. And then you're all in on that instead. That's the process. So in the sense of your calendar, the guardrail here are those events, specifically the timeframes around the events that guarantee here's when I do something and here's when it's over and here's the next thing begins. So get really good and really strategic about making sure your calendar aligns to the guardrails that you need in place, that the hard stops that need to be there are there each and every day. Guardrail number eight is your location. Your environment actually affects your output more than anything else. Specifically, it affects your focus. If you're choosing to do something like workout and you do so at the gym, well, the environment fits the activity, which means you're more likely to do the thing you set out to do. If your goal is to study and you go to a library, your odds of studying go up dramatically. Versus if you try to do things that don't actually fit the environment that you're in, if the location is wrong, well, then distractions will be there by default. If you're trying to exercise at your house, but your kids are there and your dog is there and your wife is there, this has been my life story for a long time, I have decided for myself that I do not work out at home. It doesn't work for me because the distractions are there. I intentionally pay for a gym membership because when I go to the gym, I work out. It's a guarantee. If I show up with my workout clothes on, things get done. 
I can prevent failure and guarantee success by simply being in the place that matters for the activity I chose to do. That's the plan. That's the path forward here. Make sure you craft the space, you craft the environment that guarantees the thing you want will definitely happen. If that's the case, your success is all but inevitable. It's right there. You just do the thing because you're already there. You're already dressed. You have the materials. It's just going to happen. The ninth guardrail is a little bit more tricky, but it's one that has to be there, which are relationships. Your associations with other people will either help you or hurt you. They're either going to be good for your business, good for your life, or just not. You know, not everyone is for you. And the hard part here is to identify the people, the coworkers, even the jobs that don't fit who you are, that don't fit your future version of yourself, the goals that you have set. You know where you're going. And once you know that and you're confident of who you are and where you're headed, it becomes very clear who's going to help you in that scenario and who's not. So the guardrail here is the choice, the very, very difficult choice to cut someone off, to cut someone out of your life if that's what it takes. Now, that's kind of harsh. It's not always necessary to be that intense with the people in your life, but sometimes it is. And if that's where you are, if that guardrail has to be in place, or if you've noticed that you tend to not be able to do the thing you need to do because of the people around you, well, then something has to change. It could be the location, just simply work somewhere else. It could be a different choice you make that doesn't kill off that relationship. But sometimes that's the right call. So this is a difficult decision, and don't just take this lightly. These are tough choices, but... They matter a lot. It can actually affect your outcomes with more significance than most other choices made today. Which now brings us to our final guardrail this week, which are systems themselves. You know, guardrails are systems. They all are. And the real question you need to ask yourself is, where in your life and work do you need more systems in general? Systems will create efficiency. They will prevent distraction. They will optimize your time, clarify what matters, And the guardrail here is to decide to build a system for anything in your life that needs one. If you're going to be doing the same task over and over again, that needs a system. If you're going to go to work every day the same place, you probably already have a system to commute to work, to wear the dress clothes, to do the thing. Or if you work from home, you have a system in place or you need one to make things more efficient. That's the process here is to identify where something is not working or an opportunity to make something a lot better. Um, to identify when something is not working or to see the opportunity to improve something in a dramatic way by building a system that can optimize what that result could be. Guardrails, once again, move us in the right direction because they stop us from doing the wrong thing. And so if you need a system to optimize some area of your life, well, then build the system. Put those breaks in place, put those walls up that say, nope, I can't do the thing I thought that I wanted to do. What I actually need is just to do the thing that I probably don't want to do all the time, but I know that if I do it, I'm going to feel better. And then you do. This is the cool part about it. Whenever I do a focus block of time, I always struggle with getting started. I always struggle with doing the right thing at first because it's hard to begin something difficult. But then at the end, oh, I feel awesome. At the end, I feel great because I did the hard thing. And that's what this is all about. 
right? Failure is really just not doing the thing you wanted to do or not getting the result you wanted to get. All we're trying to do is to get the result that we want more often by stopping ourselves from doing the thing that derail us or throw us off into a tangent. So do that work. Choose to build the boundaries. If you care about the outcome, then rein yourself in. You know, total freedom is actually not freedom at all. We need those guardrails. We need those boundaries. But once again, failure itself is feedback. And your success is all but guaranteed if you learn from those mistakes and build those systems you need to move forward more intelligently for the next time around. And for the action step this week, you know it, build some guardrails. (laughs) Where can you guarantee success right now in your life? Pick one area that desperately needs your attention and build that boundary to prevent the failure and ensure you accomplish what you set out to accomplish. It really is that simple. No, it's not always easy, but that's the path forward. JeffSanders.com slash 444 is the place to go for the episode notes. And of course, subscribe to this podcast, use the app using right now, or go to JeffSanders.com slash subscribe to see a lot more apps available. That's all I've got for you this week here on the 5am Miracle Podcast. Until next time, you have the power to change your life and the fun begins bright and early. Hey, it's Jeff Sanders, and I'm here to tell you about Greg McEwen and his amazing show, The Greg McEwen Podcast, part of the Yap Media Network. Want to achieve more by doing less, all while avoiding burnout? You can design a life that really matters with Greg McEwen, author of New York Times bestsellers, Effortless and Essentialism. His mission is to help you advocate and negotiate your way to remarkable results. Every Tuesday, Greg discusses one key topic he finds interesting and valuable through the lens of the essentialist. Every Thursday, he invites thought leaders, entrepreneurs, celebrities, and people like you for inspired weekly conversations focused on learning how to do what matters first and do less but better. His content will stir your thoughts and spark inspiration and action. And his British accents, well, that's just the cherry on top. Subscribe to the Greg McEwen podcast today on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast platform.